Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Tilted Talk. As always, you've got Trooper, you've got Trooper, and this week we've got a special guest with us, Zest. So, first of all, how's it going, dude? Uh, it's good, man. It's been good. All right, cool. Uh, well, yeah, guys, there's quite a few things to discuss this week. There's only two weeks left before the World Cup, so you know that anticipation is building. People are getting ready. Um, but before we get into Fortnite news and all that sort of stuff, we're just going to kick right off with uh, talking to Zest and uh, getting this interview underway. So first of all, can you maybe give a little bit of background on yourself, uh, how you got into Fortnite, how you started playing Fortnite, and I believe you, you compete as well, right? You've made some money uh, playing this game. I, I, yes, I do compete a little bit. Cool. Um, so uh, my name's Zest, also known as Christian. Um, I'm 15 years old, turning 16 in about three months. I've been playing Fortnite since the start of season two, which was like the, you know, like the OG era. Everybody called that the OG era. Um, I play right now under Hyperroom Esports. Uh, currently, I'm contracted to them, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically. Okay, uh, what what got you into the game? Like, were you playing a bunch of other games before that, or? So before I started playing Fortnite, I actually played on Xbox. Fortnite was okay. my first PC game, and uh, I really got into it. I was playing Call of Duty, and I think my brother was playing, my little brother. And what happened was he's like, oh, play this game. And I'm like, oh, that game looks terrible. And I hopped on it, and I was addicted ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Did you start playing on console first or PC? Um, so I do, I think I, I had a PC back then for like a year and I just, it was like a really good PC. I just didn't really use it. And then I hopped on just for that game, actually. That's what's up. Cool. But yeah. So do you use mouse and keyboard? Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, nice. he's got the final mouse. I do. It's light as air. I heard once you use that mouse though, every other mouse after that, it just feels like a brick. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> I can vouch that. Interesting. Yep. Apparently, I have the wrong mouse. That's why I'm not yeah. good at PC. We just figured it that's, out. That will the, solve all of my problems. Man. That will solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you compete. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the competition you entered? And and like, uh, did you compete? I'm assuming in the World Cup. I did compete in World's Cup. I okay. um, I actually did miss a couple weeks, so that did really like throw me off a little bit. I missed. I think it was like four solo weeks, and there was only five, so like kind of like screwed me a little bit. I didn't. I didn't really make any money off World's Cup. I've made a lot of money off other events though, like lands and stuff like that. Curious. I'm curious how your placement was in the in that one solo week that you did. Do you, Do you recall how how well you did? Did you feel like uh, you feel like it was kind of uh, pretty good at least for just the one shot that you had? It was okay. I think I got like I was like four points off qualifying for the finals, so that wasn't that bad because I wasn't like a really good solo player. I was more like duos. Like I did do one week in duos, and I did really really good. Nice. Uh, that was I think it was week four. I got top one hundred and fifty. Okay. So that was that was pretty good. Okay. That was good. Nice. Um. So what what are the events that you've that you've kind of won your your money in so far? Were they like local lands or are they smaller online things or where have you been uh, in your name? Okay, so uh, do you guys know about the Mixer Matchups land that like happened in November two yeah. years ago? Or a year ago? Yep. So, yep. Um, I got so in the NA East, uh, like all I, I'd say like so Ghost was there, World's Best Gaming, TSM Cowboy, his friends, another team called Vile, which is like known as like a tier two organization. They were all competing there, and I I got sixth out of like all the teams that were there. There was like probably I'd say two thousand people competing, and we got sixth. Cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Okay. Um, so now that we know a little bit about you, uh, I, I know you also were involved with like the the scrim Discord kind of scene, right? Like, yes. Uh, so do you want to get into that a little bit and maybe first of all tell us like how you got involved with that, like, and, and how anybody gets involved with that? Like, do you have to be invited specifically? Do you have to know somebody that can invite you to one of these servers? Like, how does all this work? Okay. You know? So there, right now, there's like I'd say there's like three or four main discords. There used to be a ton. There used to just be FNPO, which was like, but that like kind of died out. But basically right. the three or four is like default scrims, which you need to subscribe to Tifu phase, or not phase anymore, but Tifu on Twitch. Uh, the other one is Matrix Keyboards, which anybody can get in and they run actually tournaments like almost every day for like keyboards, keycaps, which I did win the keycaps once. If you want to see them, I can show them. <laughs> okay. Nice. I don't know. If you want to, go for it. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. Yeah, cool. they're rubber keycaps, so that's kind of nice. Um, and then there's obviously Atlantis. Um, so with those scrim discords, Atlantis, you can get in. Uh, you just have to like file like a little thing and like verify that that's your account. 
And, you know, anybody can play them. You just hop in. They run custom games for everyone. You can compete with, like, the best players in Alliance also, which is kind of nice. Cool. Yep. So is there a big skill? I'm assuming there's a pretty big skill discrepancy and seriousness, like how seriously people are taking it uh, discrepancy in some of these then. If anybody can kind of just hop in, you have people who are real tryhard and people who are mm-hmm. just maybe bored one day and decide this is what they're going to do today. Yeah, so um, with Atlantis, uh, they do have custom rules that mm-hmm. the hosts can create, or they can just follow the regular rules. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I was—I think I was the only host trying different rules. I think all the other hosts were just either following what I was doing or doing the basic rules. But So the rules are like, you can't fight till the second zone closes. And what that does is it makes it so there's like 80 players alive at that time. And what that does is just at the end, you have so many players just, you know, trying to get that victory royale and, you know, boxing up and just trying to win the game against these like pro players. And even if you're not that good, if you keep playing these, you can get good. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, So how do these custom lobbies work? Because obviously, if you just play Fortnite like online... Mm-hmm. As soon as you're out, you just start a new game and you go right back yeah. into it. So are there like significant waiting periods between some of these games or do you need the full 100 players to run the server or will you guys run a server with like 70 people in it or something like that? Okay, so I think you know how to like get them, you know, support creator. And then so I have customs. Um, There's like, I think they have like 40 hosts in there and the hosts usually run trios and duos. I was like one of the only hosts that would run everything. I ran solos at night, duos in the afternoon, stuff like that. But um, so you can start them whenever you want. Uh, it says it on the bottom right how many you have. Like, so if there's like 120, you start it and they like cut 20 people out. I usually start it at like 80, 90 ish. So then, you know, everybody gets in and they can, you know, have their fun. But yeah, you can start it whenever you want. Okay. Okay. And I th- you just touched on it briefly, but you know, obviously custom games aren't available to everybody. So you have to have your support a creator code done to be able to run this. Um, so people with support a creator codes, um, a minimal amount of them have customs. I was one of the lucky ones at Gotham cause I had like 200 supporters when they were giving them out. And, uh, I, I just received them and I could just start games, but like, yeah, minimal people have them. Cool. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, that does put, put you in kind of a unique position then where you're one of the few people who's actually able to do this sort of thing and actually run these types of servers. Um, so I, I, my assumption is that would make you pretty valuable to one of these Discord uh, groups because you, there's not that many people who can actually do this and, yes. and kind of set these customs up. Even though a lot of people might want to play in them, there's only a limited number of the amount of lobbies that are available, right? Yes, that's true. Very true. Okay. Um, now, what are these... like? What are these things really, really good for? Like with, I mean, I come from some older, older school games where pros uh-huh. would run pro-only lobbies, right? Like, yes. so you actually had to be a pro or at least a semi-pro if they were short on pros that day to get in. Like, you had to have a name. Um, yeah. With such big skill discrepancies, like, are they really, really good practice or? Um. So honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. It, it kind of depends on the times of the day. Okay. So during early morning, I you could see like maybe like little kids playing. They're not really like really serious. But at night, I'd say around like nine ish to like two in the morning, you will get the best practice you will ever find in the world. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's the time where all the best players are are pretty much all online at the same time. That is that is very true. That's that's why I like like to play from like nine ish to like four in the morning because you will find the best players. You'll get the best practice then. Very true. Okay. You're 15. Don't you have school? Uh, not right now. I'm in summer. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, normally, like, so what do you oh. do during the school year for practice? Uh, so on the school year, I usually get on at like three ish. I go to the gym for an hour, somewhere in between, and then I get off at like 10:30 ish. Okay. Sounds like a pretty reasonable schedule. Uh, it is. It nice. Is. And then I vod review for an hour. So, okay. Yeah. Um, do you just do your? You, I'm assuming you just do your own vod reviews. Um, so, so actually when they had the other cups, not before World's Cup, but they had other cups like World's Cup or not World's Cup, what am I saying? Like Blackheart and they released all the replay files for them. So I literally just got the file in Fortnite and I could just go through the whole replay. Like if I was at like E3 or TwitchCon and I was just viewing it. Okay, cool. So you would just kind of like watch other people who maybe did really, really well and and see what you could learn? That is, yep. Okay. On that grind, I like that. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, so having been a part of these servers and, and being involved with them, what are some of the, you know, are there any major problems with them? And if so, what what are these problems? 
Okay, so uh, let me touch off this from the Atlantis, uh, how I was affected by these. So basically in Atlantis, only mods, management, and I believe helpers can ban people. So uh, me being only a host, I can't kick or ban people. I can just start customs and end them and you know stuff like that. So when somebody cheats in my game, I have to fully report someone. And the problem with reporting someone in Atlantis is it takes like 20 minutes because you need to go in. They say you can use Guy as a video, but you really can't because Guy as a video only takes like 10 seconds and it needs to be a minimum of 30 seconds to clip, which is kind of huh. like, it, it tilts you a little bit. So yeah. w once you get the clip, then you need to either like, I don't know how you would get them a link, but I, like usually everybody goes on YouTube. You need to upload it to YouTube, which I don't want to spam my viewers with a bunch of, you know, clips of people, you know, like cheating. Mm -hmm. So you need to do that. You need to upload the YouTube video. Get them the link, then go in mod mail in the Discord, give the mod mail the link, ex like write like a whole paragraph on how they cheated, how you were in the right and they were in the wrong, and then you need to send it into the mod mail and have the mods review. And that takes like two days. Just okay. just sounds needlessly complicated. It's very complicated. Um so are, do you have any power when you're because you're hosting one of these mm -hmm. these servers? Yes. And one of these lobbies, do you have power in that specific lobby to kick someone from that game? Like, can you see the full list of people who are in there and go, I don't want you in this game? Or no, are you, you not allowed to? So you can't do that. Really? So the custom game I, lobbies are, okay. that's weird. Wow. Yeah, she can't do that That's actually all. really weird. Because I don't think there's any other game that is a custom game lobby where the party leader, you know, <laughs> so to speak, for lack of a better term, doesn't have the ability to control the party or kick someone from the party, right? Yeah, uh, and I agree with you, totally. It's just not... I think they're just, like, I don't know how to say it, like, under technology, if that makes sense. Like, they don't have as much as other games have. They're just, like, kind of new to competitive play right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it does make sense, but at the same time, like, this isn't necessarily new technology in, in, in terms of, like, this has been around since, like, Halo 2. Yeah. Like, just, before that. Yeah. And that's okay. that's one of the problems. Okay, so if someone cheats in one of your lobbies, you have no immediate recourse. Like, if there's a guy who's just queuing up and, and cheating in some way, you don't have the ability to... So you'd essentially have to remake the lobby. Uh, well, I'd have to try to get the kicked on. So I'd have to go through the whole process. I'd have to wait two days, and i just have to go with the game and hope the kid dies. Yeah. To someone else, yeah. So how do people cheat online? Like, I'm, I'm curious a little bit about this. Like, what are some of the most common cheats are they just breaking the rules of the you know, uh, rules or are they actually using like in-game hacks or like what what is what are the most common occurrences of this okay so all the fortnite players the reason they're in these scrim discords is they want practice they want everyone to follow the rules get to the last zone you know right and you know get some good practice at the end but what these players do is they don't actually have hacks they what they do is some of them will like cheat and then they will get another discord account and they'll go on another, like, so So say they have their main account linked to Atlantis. Uh -huh. They'll go on a secondary Fortnite account and play on that account. So if they're cheating on that, there's no way we can track them because they have their primary account linked. Right. So if that makes sense. So, like, when if we want to ban someone and we look up their account and it's not their actual main account, there's no way to track them. Another thing that they do is they will shoot um, before the zone. They'll just kill people for no reason um they'll like they'll so if somebody has a baller i don't know if you know what that is or like a mm -hmm. vehicle they will just break it they're not allowed to do that unless it's theirs obviously um they'll just you know they'll just like if somebody's in zone and they're just running they'll just shoot them when the zone's not even a the uh, zone so, rule so so just to understand these are uh you guys are running scrims that are essentially like just for end game practice and stuff so you're waiting until a late late zone for everyone to actually engage right yes yes okay that's right. yep Okay. Okay. Just want, just wanted to clarify for anybody that that's not familiar how the scrims work. But yeah, that's that's pretty pretty sound advice or familiar for anybody that's been in the scrims. You know, it, the best practice comes in the late game. So the idea is to loot up, and then there's generally a truce, so to speak, uh, in a way that that yeah. you only engage in usually what the fifth, sixth circle, whatever, yeah. when the game actually becomes difficult. Yes. Yeah. So any any time before that, somebody's shooting at you. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's it's. I've seen a lot of instances where people are always uh, just like if they're trolling or whatever, but people get kicked out pretty quickly for stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's it's unfortunate that you have to go through such a process. Yeah, it is.
Oh, that's uh, it's very illuminating. You know, you would think that, especially with so much money on the line, that Fortnite would have like a very clear system for how to do it. I'm assuming. So, did the absolute best players in the world, when you're talking about um, the guys who you know have literally qualified for the World Cup, do they have their own yeah. servers where they're just not in, or are some of these guys in the servers like Atlantis that you're in? So, I, I actually have a couple friends that qualified for World Cup. Um, like colorful class, some 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 of the big players right now, um, and they I've seen them actually compete in in the things like Sen Buga, um, very good solo yeah. player. Probably I would say the best solo player, um, in the world. Uh, he actually plays in them, and I've seen him play in them. I've had him in in my custom lobbies when I used to host, and I mean yeah, they're they're mixed in there. Like you won't even notice. Like I won't even notice someone's in the game. I'll like kill him or die to him. I'll be like, oh, he's in the game. And like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, so that that's even kind of more startling because you'd think that, you know, for the very, very best players, they definitely wouldn't want to have to deal with that in their practice, right? Like if these guys are trying to gear up to, for the amount of money that's on the line, they'd want to be pra- able to practice as efficiently as possible. And to have this sort of thing happening um, in, in the environment that they use is is kind of disturbing, to be honest. It is. Very. Okay. Um, Tyler, is there anything that I didn't touch on about the uh, the discords and, and kind of how this works that you were that you're interested in finding out? Um, I'd say that you pretty much touched on everything. All, all the all the questions that I asked were were pretty uh, pretty much answered. You uh, you you explained it in a pretty concise way. I'd say. I mean, it's just like I said, really un- unfortunate that that's uh, that's an issue. Do you know if there's? I mean, uh, is there any chance that? Like uh, th- that, uh, that protocol can change in the near future. Is this just something that you know that this they're just sticking with? Is I mean, is there other people that that have a that seem to have an issue with with this kind of thing, or is it really only you that uh, ha- kind of has to deal with like this this uh, this level? Okay. So I know all the other hosts um, that don't are mods. They they deal with stuff like this where they don't want to go through the whole process, and I know that they a lot of them keep silent because they they just want to keep hosting you know they don't really the reason i went off on the mods and i added them in the host chat and all that stuff is because i you know i was done with it i actually cared about the discord i cared about the practice that the players received i wanted you know i the atlantis atlantis the org that runs the whole discord um you know i i love i love their team i love everything they do you know where they started and all that stuff so when i see that like their their discord is like going downhill rapidly it, it really like i'm like oh i have to fix this i have to help this but i i can't really do anything you know when i can't kick people or ban people okay so again just to, to make this clear for for anybody watching um there's the hosts, which are people like you who actually get to host the games and, you know, you're essentially the lifeblood of what these servers are because you're the people actually allowing people to scrim. Yes. And then there's a mod team that's above you guys in a sense that actually is in charge of running the whole community. Is that's, that an accurate yes. assessment? Okay. Yes. So only the mods have the ability to actually remove people from the server. And then how would them removing someone from the server, because uh, this is the part that I'm still a little bit unclear on, how is getting somebody removed from the server how does that remove them from your game okay so the only way these players get in their in the custom games is when Mm -hmm. i put it in the announcements like the code is this and then they just press ready up and they wait for me to start it so if the players are kicked from this discord are they usually get like three day bans or like whatever it is um they they can't see the code and they can't queue up for the custom so they they just can't like they have to do other stuff okay okay so it works on like a code system um and i guess yeah you can't just generate a new code either because then the person would just rejoin that as well and it wouldn't really doesn't really do anything except waste everyone's time yes okay um well thanks for coming and talking about this sort of stuff because i mean we haven't actually had somebody who's really involved in that specific Mm -hmm. aspect of it that's you know been willing to shed light on it or talk about it at all so uh, i definitely think it'll be enlightening for a lot of people who are kind of interested in learning more about how the community works especially at the higher levels of competition right Yes. Um, cool. Cool. Uh, well, with all that being said, I think we are going to hop into news on the week. Okay. Then, um, did you want to stick around? Oh uh, yeah, I'll stick around if you want me. Yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely. No, it never hurts to have a third person. Okay, so new content update. It was small, but it was not small in terms of the impact it's going to have it was kind of a uh, snooze fest but of course there's one thing that they changed it was the one thing so that they changed monumental. is not a snooze fest at <laughs> all uh so we have airstrikes in this game now 
we have the ability to call in an airstrike on somebody, which I am just, I mean, uh, we can, we, we have a clip here we can roll and then uh, of the actual, of it rolling, like the actual trailer. Uh, I'm just going to start off by saying this is absolutely ridiculous. And to do this two weeks before the World Cup, like they were on such a good path. They look, weren't, look, they weren't me, doing look, anything crazy. And then they do this. Let me just say that I had a problem with this when they put it in Grand Theft Auto. The airstrikes, and now they're putting it in Fortnite of all games. <laughs> I am not okay with this at all. Not even close. And like you think Grand Theft Auto, all right, maybe it has a place. No, no, this doesn't have a place in any place. But we're not playing a war game, battle royale. It's not. The, it, I feel like the way that this is going to come into the playstyle. If you have one of these end game, whoever is has that high ground, building out from yeah. those sky bases areas, like in in seventh, uh, eighth circle. I mean, they're going to get torched with this, and they better have gliders on them. Yeah, uh, definitely. I can I can add a comment on that. So yeah, what's up? I was playing. Uh, it was it was the Matrix tournament, which is really good. I'd say it's better than Atlantis practice. Um, they were. I was doing. We were doing the trio tournament. Actually, like an hour before this uh, interview, if you want to say that. But um, and we were actually end game, and we got that thrown on us. And the thing with that is, is it, it's like red. It's it's just like a red like thing that you see all around you, and you know. But when you're like getting spammed by other people, endgame, and you you don't see it coming, you you can't stop it. There's no way. So like, if you get focused and somebody has that, you are you're dead. That's yeah, I think that things. plays into like the audio issue too that people always been talking about. If you're like in your box and you're turbo building, getting sprayed, trying to stay alive, you're probably you might not like you said even notice that that's that's being dropped on you, regardless of that red mist. But also, I mean. If if that unless that video uh, just added that in there, it has that like air siren sound effect that also yeah. goes off. But I mean, granted, if you're in like a late game situation, so many items are going off too, and there's footsteps everywhere and bit, like gunshots. Yeah, I can definitely see that you're not like not going to expect that or have it or see it coming at all. No. Um. So I don't really know what to make of it. I mean. It does a ton of damage. It does 75 damage to you and 200 to your builds. So the, your builds are just gone instantly. I, I did see uh. in a testing video that they they tried throwing it on specific on on different material uh, one by like or one level uh, for it's like about three tiles wide. It pretty much obliterated all the wood material. Uh, did about ha halfway through to um, the what what I'd say the brick would do, but it virtually left the metal uh, like if you, as long as you double the roof with the pyramid or the cones and and the floor, you'll pretty much survive the entire barrage with metal. So I mean that is the the best counter for it. But if yeah if you're if you only got your wood to go at at the end game, I mean yeah especially if you used all your metal, uh, thinking that uh, you, you were only going to need that much, yeah it's it's going to be pretty much a problem for those people. Yeah. Oh, man. So we're going to be in a metal meta, I guess. You don't really have a choice. Um, and you can carry two of them, too. They only yeah. drop one at a time, but you can stack two. So, yep. Oh, boy. It is yep. hard to find them, though. It is. Yeah, they're they're rare. But, I mean, that to me, with an item this powerful, the fact that it's super rare is almost even more frustrating because when, it get, when you get to endgame, it's not necessarily about which one of you is the best player. It's which one of you happened to find one of the five airstrikes that was on the map. Or, God forbid, somebody finds two. And now you're, you know, this person just has an inherent gigantic advantage in the late game situation. Um, there was a tweet from Slasher that I kind of wanted to mention because I think this is relevant and, and kind of important, actually. Um, I, I think we have that as well. We can show you guys, but... Why on earth are they introducing this two weeks before the World Cup? And how do we know, or do we know? Like, because I don't, as far as I'm aware, maybe you can shed some light on this, Zest, but as far as I'm aware, there's no information on exactly what patch, exactly what settings the World Cup is being played on. Um, so they did release some rules, but they did not, I, I believe it's going to be the newest patch. Um, yeah, they have rules for it, but those are just like basic rules. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they add like a, some kind of gun that's going to totally change the game next week or the week that it is, you know, that's going to totally, you know, uh, somebody get like clicks. I don't know if you guys have heard of clicks. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the like one of the best players. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone like clicks, you know, doesn't get a gun that's new and it's overpowered, and you know, some kid that barely qualified by using ballers. Yeah you know, gets the gun, you know, who's going to win, you know, at that point. It's true. 
Yeah, and that's what kind of worries me a little bit. Um, so I saw a clip today where, by the way, the Storm Flip still in the game as well. And that I saw is somebody used in an endgame situation. I think it was E11 Chicken. And he used that Storm Flip. He had the high ground point building out away from the Storm Wall. Threw one of them down um, right against the edge of the Storm Wall, like in the direction it was going. All the people in the ground, he ended up, I think it was between 9 and 11 kills he racked up. Just yeah. why are you the spoiling flip. the clip of the week, bro? Is that was that really on there? Seriously? Jeez. Yes, I, it I, was. I should have looked. Sorry, but yeah, that is. But see what it's I'm saying? Really how how crazy that was? Yeah, yeah. That's no, it's it's way nuts. too effective. Um, Especially when one point if per Elon, that is like that. That is so unheard. You got it, it so fast too. Think about it when the storm gets really really small, and you can just chuck that in, and it'll mm -hmm. take up like a, the majority of There's the nowhere street. to go. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. How are you going to get away from this? I'm not a well, big luckily, fan. Well, luckily, they, I think they actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think they disabled that for competitive. Um, uh, that was for World Cup. It, just for the World Cup? So it's in arenas currently, I guess? Uh, yes, it is in arenas. I saw it today. In the okay, well, that's uh, not great. Hopefully, hopefully the airstrike uh, does not make it into competitive. And yeah, here's about, uh, here's Slasher's tweet, guys. Um airstrikes to Fortnite two weeks before they compete for 30 million dollars very cool typical rod uh rod um fashion not a fan of things that you know ruin the competitive integrity of something and it's just it's just super frustrating because it's like you know they've put in all this work for epic and Fortnite have, have done come so far in terms of legitimizing themselves in an esport and as a competitive title and then for them to do stuff like this that just makes a mockery of their own game in a way yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah, this is a super competitive game. I can now throw airstrikes at people. Like, what? <laughs> like, even Call of Duty disables that. Yeah. Like, most of the perks in COD you can't run in competitive because they're cheese. And this is one of them that it's like, you've got to be kidding me. The fact that this is in this game with two weeks left. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. I don't know. I could go I, all day on that kind I, of thing. I, I easily could too. I'm disheartened. I feel like we've had to do it more times than I would like to on this show. It's not, you know, it's not ever something that I want to do. But when stuff like this comes out, you do have to be like, guys, what is going on here? This is not. Yeah. And again, if they want to put it just in casual, totally cool with that. As soon as you talk about bringing it over to arena or something, though, it's like someone's got to draw a line in the sand and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There should whoa. be, yeah, specific settings separate from casual game mode, like to arena. I mean, Obviously, they're trying to advertise Fortnite, but I think they want the competitive what like, what they're showing in their tournaments to be the exact mm -hmm. game that people are experiencing, regardless of whatever yeah. those items may be. Yeah. I'm just hoping that Ep that Epic has been like they, this is the ultimate troll move they've been building up for two years, and that w <sighs> one week before the World Cup, they fix everything everyone's been bugging about for the last like eight months the sound yeah. they, they vault attack and then they add it they bring every everything's back to like season five like level like yeah. imagine if they just went boom all right good luck and it's like the time machine theme or something they, they I, could I, totally pull that off if they do like a time machine season theme i i see, would I, those are my only hope for, for I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath for that and i wouldn't even <laughs> As much as I like some of the settings in the past, I wouldn't even want them to change it. Like, I no. think it's really important uh -oh. that the players who've been putting in all this time and effort into practicing actually get to play on the settings in which they've been practicing, right? Like, to have, you know, Absolutely. like, if you have a loadout or you have something that you're really familiar with, this is what you like to run, and then all of a sudden that gets changed on you in some way, you don't have much time. And you're talking about life-changing money. You're talking about an entire college tuition. You're talking about a huge down payment or the whole payment on a house. Like Think you're about, talking about yeah. crazy money. Think about this too. The updates are every Tuesday, between Tuesday and Wednesday, right? Sometimes they come through Wednesday. Or no, sometimes Thursday. Yes, mm -hmm. sometimes they come through Thursday. But the latest they can come Thursday. Unless they say we're not doing an update this week, we're just going to do maybe a quality of life update before the World Cup. There could be an update as late as Thursday going into the weekend of the World Cup, which is what, 24 hours away from the official start time of the tournament? And that's literally impossible for most players that, that had to travel there to practice on, unless they yeah. bring a rig of some sort to practice on. Otherwise, you have to go there as early as you can to get all the practice you can. And yeah. and there's so many players, There's go if they do that, there's guaranteed at least one player that's going to go in completely new 
to a possible new item or new addition to the game. So like, I'm I'm just even imagining that scenario. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna be rooting for those people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, people yeah. the complete underdogs in that situation. I hope that does not happen. I really, really right. hope I they agree. just do a quality of life change. But even this, even this, like you're talking a week and a half to get adjusted to something that's going to completely change how you have to build, completely change your ability to go high without gliders, right? Like it's just this is going to be a pain in the ass for third party too. Yes, just, you're going to be build fighting, and then you're just going to see red smoke everywhere from some other dude. Yep, and you're yeah. going to be both be dead. Both of you are just going to like start dancing because you're like, well, we're both we're in this together now. It's my reasons like this yeah. why I keep the gliders in my in my loadout like all i always keep room for gliders doesn't matter just yep. you never know yeah True. you have to um okay well i think we've kind of beaten a dead horse at that i mean uh i don't think anybody's happy about it but yeah. Yeah. something that people are going to be happy about to change the mood a little bit and to change the tune arena trios mm-hmm. it's a thing now it Thank just God. came out today um i think it's something the competitive community has been asking for a lot it's nice to have uh, a bigger mode so you can include one more person and we've already seen some teams um kind of you know announce themselves so you have like aspects and animal teaming up with booga or bugga i i can't mm-hmm. names are really hard guys mm-hmm. um i think you have like zexro uh who is he teaming up with but a, a bunch of teams have already been announced in, in terms of guys who are kind of grouping themselves up together so how do you feel like fortnite is gonna play out in this bigger more person mode like duos you do see a lot like while you see a lot of people working together you see the duos kind of breaking off and almost fighting a lot of 1v1s against another duo especially at higher levels and once the building gets crazy do you think this trios is going to be kind of the same thing or do you think it's going to be even more like a bit more teamwork focused um so i think with the trios um i do recall when i used to play squad champs in fmpo which was like the most competitive thing back then and squads is more of a team game now, I think, especially with the mat caps that they made with the 500-500, when you can't just p- depend on yourself to build so much, you're really going to need your teammates to, you know, rely on for a shield. I used to, when I used to play squads, we used to have, like, one player that would hold a grenade launcher, one that would, you know, have an, like, just frag out. That. We'd have, yeah, we'd have, like, separate roles. And actually, um, 100 Thieves LV, I don't know if you know who that is, one of the best, mm-hmm. him and yeah. his duo are one of the best duos competing in Ace Region. Um, he used to make videos on that type of stuff and how teamwork is so necessary. Okay, so you think we're going to see a bit more? Because even in duos, you don't really see that. You don't see, like, specific loadouts. Like, both guys just make themselves as uh, self-sustaining as possible, right? Yes. So in trios, you think we're going to see m- maybe a little bit more of that uh, switch back to a, a loadout-based era where you have maybe one guy who's carrying a lot more, uh, one guy carrying explosives, one guy carrying a sniper, and another guy that's got, like, the, the heels or something like that. You can yes. kind of spread it out a bit more evenly and have yeah. use the stacks to your people's advantage. Yeah, I do. Okay. okay. It might be the perfect way for competitive that, that people, like, people have been asking for it for so much because... Yeah, it's like duos, it's, you know, you, your teammate drops and then it's just you, which is so hard to overcome when you're at that level. Mm-hmm. When you're at squads, a, fo- a four-man squad, it's so much going on that you're bound to get caught in just, just the crossfire from a lot of, like, endgame fights. And also, I mean, that many people, it's it's bound to be a madhouse in, in towards endgame. But three people, trios, I feel like that's the best of both worlds. It's, like, it's perfect, obviously, with... You have you'd have if somebody goes down, you still have enough firepower to overcome that deficit. Where like in duos, if you get like sniped through a window or or, or a team duos two heavies, one hit shoots the wall and the other times the shot, like something that you just cannot expect to see coming. But stuff like that can just end the game so instantly because then the whole lobby sometimes will just focus you, knowing all right, they're 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 torched. Like let's try to pick up a quick elam if we can, and like twenty yeah. people get the same idea. So, like, if you – in trios, it's a, it's a nice middle ground, I think, that it, it a lot of people can um, – you know, that's where I think the best players are actually going to shine. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think you're going to see a lot, of, uh, a lot of interesting play coming out of trios. I'm super excited. I think it's really, really good that this is now a thing. Um, again, though, just like – I know we quickly mentioned this last week, but you have to have the whole trio. So you can't just queue up for it. It's the same as duos. You can't just queue up for it solo and get matched with other people. You actually have to have a trio. Sad. But, hey – yeah sadly for the people who don't have friends but um if you do have friends it's great and hopefully your friends aren't terrible and then (laughs) (laughs) because that's always rough 
And yeah. if you can't find any friends that are terrible, then unfortunately you're the terrible friend. <laughs> I'd hate to break the news to everybody watching, but I think that's how that is. Yeah, that is how that works. <laughs> um, that may be me. Yeah. Uh, well, we can be terrible together, bro. Don't worry about it. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah, we will. We'll figure something out. Um, you casted Friday Night Fortnite this week. You want to yeah, hop into I, that a little bit and, and tell us a little bit about how that went for you? That yeah, it was a it was a blast. Um, UFG Gaming did their normal Friday Fortnite. They've um took a there was like a break where they weren't doing it. I think during like the qualifiers for the most part. Yeah. Um, they just Makes came sense. back and I. I think it's like week six that they've been back i want to say um and yeah they uh they actually had this week this past week was sponsored by mr beast and he just you know casually gave away 10 grand to somebody in chat which was pretty great and uh yeah they they uh the the, the idea was like literally to win like imagine this right so there's already twelve thousand people watching the stream right which is nutty and the idea was okay if you want to win the 10k just type in chat literally anything and we'll pick a winner what a terrible idea <laughs> just because it, it just ranged from absolute spam to giant paragraph sob stories that no one can read even if they wanted to because just it's flying by like everyone's just hammering at their keyboard yeah so, and then the guy that ended up winning was just a guy that said i love you mr beast <laughs> bias bias right I Have you ever? But I thought it was funny though. Like other than that, yeah. the the whole thing went for. I think we were seven, just about seven hours. We casted four straight. Wow. Short breaks in between, but it was obviously you know the way that the pace is, it's nonstop games that we jumping in and out of. Um, and we did catch a lot of good gameplay, but unfortunately, like Ninja and his new partner this week was Sway Phase Sway, I believe it was. He uh, they they ended up having a game where in the bracket where I think Ninja popped off by himself and he got like 20 something kills. We didn't get this cast that game, but then the game we did cast, he, they both died like off the rip and we like didn't get any like <sighs> solid ninja gameplay to cast. So I was like, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. unfortunate. Cause yeah. I, I know a lot, a lot of people have been gunning for him uh, for a while to pull off one of those wins. But yeah, uh, I think I think this week coming up, they said the doc is going to be in it, which I, I'm sad that I don't get to be there for that, but I'm definitely gonna be watching cause he's always entertaining regardless. Yeah, definitely. Have you, um, have you ever competed in one of these Zest? Um, so I used to have a duo that actually competed in them, but I have not, I have not yet. It's harder to get in now. They make, there's very specific brackets that they shoot, yeah. pick and choose certain names, um, based on just like, I don't know, uh, you know, follower counts and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I think okay. you need to have like a hundred K or something like that. Something crazy to get in. That's what I, well, it's like, um, what wow. do you call it? It's kind of like, well, yeah, it's kind of, that's what I've heard. Um, I have heard that, but it's I I'd say that those are kind of in line right now with like how like a Twitch partnership is. Like for example, it's like you need to have this many concurrent viewers, which is like they just use that as kind of like a staple for like yeah. general mm -hmm. general population. But like really, if you're do if you're doing well enough, like if if you do have like an audience of some sort that's underneath that, you could still get a partnership. Same to this, like you don't have to have like so many followers, but as long as I guess you're known in some like some aspect. So they're kind of they're being a little bit more lenient now because they want to fill the brackets out with like more diverse people and everything. Yeah, for so, sure, it makes it more interesting. Do you yeah. uh, do you stream a lot? Like, is that something you're you're one of your goals? Maybe to get invited to a Friday night Fortnite. Um. So I I would obviously love to play in one of the Friday Fortnites. Um. My one of my old duos, his name's like Lusky or something like that. Um. He played in week one and week two, and he told me how fun that was. Um. With the streaming part of it though, uh, I did take a break off streaming. Um, and then I kind of got back into it the other day and then I went on vacation, but now I'm going to, uh, start streaming probably two, three hours daily. Uh, try to make it, you know, bounce it into that schedule that I have with the Fortnite customs and VOD reviewing and stuff. So, That's but yeah. Cool. Well, we wish you the best with that for sure. Thank you. No doubt. Um, some other news guys, that's not entirely, I mean, it is Fortnite related cause it's about this show, but we are now on Spotify. Boom. So thank God. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, clips of the week is you know going to be hard to appreciate for you guys if you're not seeing anything. But um, the rest of the show does, does pretty well. Does pretty well. It's audio only. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. Find it just at Tilted Talk on Spotify. And uh, that's going to be so sweet. Searching that oh. on there and seeing our our Dude, logo pop up. I, I love I, it. I pulled it up on my phone today and I was just like giggling for a little bit. I, I felt like a schoolgirl. It was awesome. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, actually, we kind of got away from this before I even touched on it, but there's a, a, a cup this weekend already for trios. Yes. So Epic has decided, you know, it's a little bit of a break. It's not for World Cup format because it's 3v3 and there's nothing like that at the World Cup. Um, my thought is that they're going to be gauging interest on this to see if maybe next year's World Cup will have trios. Uh, are you going to be playing this weekend, Zest? Are you going to try and get into that? Um, yes. So I actually got a trio this morning. Uh, one of my neighbors, which is great. And I actually found someone in Atlantis. So I will be competing in that. Look out. HP Zest. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's good that you have a local. Um, well, well, one of your teammates are local because, yeah. I mean, if you guys have good uh, good connection, like your ping is low, I mean, that's good. Yeah. For, that's right away good for both of you. You know that. Yes. For sure. Um, so you said this is your neighbor? Uh, so yeah, I, he's one of my childhood friends. I've known him probably probably since third, fourth grade. Me, okay. but he's really good. He is. Uh, he competed in mixer matchups, but me and a couple uh, two local friends also. Wow, that's actually super lucky that you have someone local that's like actually talented at the game too. And then yeah. you know, because you guys can vod review together, you can bounce stuff off each other easily. Like you can get together and watch things and see what he sees, and you can see what yeah. he uh, he can see what you see. In the sense that you guys can kind of, I think that does a lot for learning how your teammate thinks and being able to predict what your teammate's going to do in a given situation. So then that way you can react according to that, right? And you kind of avoid yeah. the thing where you're both doing the exact same thing at the exact same time or not being uh, intelligent about it necessarily. Yeah, I, yeah, it does It does um, help us, you know, even if we have like comes over one day and we could like eat lunch together and look at VOD reviews while we're doing that or like even like chemistry works like that like if we Absolutely. go outside and we learn about each other it's you know it's good. yeah yeah awesome, awesome. what's outside what is outside there's a world outside <laughs> outside i understand the inside outside <laughs> <laughs> and the upside down i know about that too strange yeah. things what up but <laughs> um Okay, okay, cool. Well, uh, best of luck this weekend. Are you going to be streaming that so people can watch? Um, Probably not, just because I uh, when when you stream, a lot of people like deal with it, a lot of pros, um, is when you stream, like you see there's a lot of people watching you um, and you like get kind of nervous. So it like tilts my gameplay a little bit. But okay. yeah, that's why I don't really usually stream those. But there might be a YouTube video on it, some highlights from it. So. Yeah, yeah, at the very least do that, dude. Record, you know, and then you can afterwards like... Once the pressure's off, you can kind of go through that and clip out all your best moments and all that sort of stuff, right? And people love watching those. People love highlights in general. They do. We're such a we're a highlight society now. <laughs> TLDR highlights, please. Um, okay, so that pretty much covers the news from this week, guys. Um, we will now get into the hot takes, our community discussions. So there's two things that I wanted to talk about this week. Um, the first is actually a really interesting idea that I don't think I'd heard brought up before. Maybe I'm just, you know, not paying enough attention, but this is a, a new-ish a new idea that I think uh, the community is, is having a lot of fun with. Um, and I'd love to hear your take as, a, as an actual competitive player on this, Zest. Yeah. So the idea of claiming structures. So let's just say we're playing Fortnite and I kill you in a game. Mm. All of your builds would become my builds in the sense that I could now edit these builds after having killed you. Uh, we have a little graphic that kind of explains it and, and uh, does a good job of that. So do you think this is a good idea or do you think that it's not a good idea? Like what, what is your thought on, on just the general idea or the general concept itself? Like if I kill you, should I get your builds or do you like how it is now? Okay, so uh, this was, I think it was just brought up about maybe I, i'd say like early season five this was brought up a while ago and okay. at that time i agreed with it because you know i back then when there wasn't a lot of mobility and other shadow bombs you know stuff like that like cars and stuff like that um i agreed with it because you know it's hard to get out of some places you know like when you mm -hmm. have to get out of places and you can't edit everything but if you kill someone you know you can edit out of everything you don't have to waste all your stuff like all right let's just put it this way okay so if me and we're playing trios and me and my teammates, you know, we have a hundred map materials and we need to get to the next zone. Mm -hmm. And these kids just came from that zone and they have builds going all the way down. You know, we don't have to worry about someone editing on us because it's their build. We know it's ours because we killed them and we could see F is edit, you know, whatever your key is. So I feel like if they gave it to us, you know, that'd be great for the players who are, you know, fragging out. It gives you a chance to be aggro. It gives you a reason. And I feel like, 
uh, the duo Vinny Zextro, one of the most aggro duos in competitive play, you know, they will shine in this and it'll, it'll bring back kind of their golden age. Okay. So, I mean, personally, I think this is kind of a cool idea. Like I, I kind of like it, Tyler. What do you, what do you think? You're you're being awfully quiet over there. I think no. Uh, well, they they kind of tested something similar to this. Wasn't there an LTM? Remember where everybody could edit anybody's build? Remember that? Yeah. I forget uh, what they called it. Okay. I don't exactly remember what they called it, but yeah, it was uh, pretty similar to this. They I, had a I cup remember. On it. Oh, that's right. They did oh, have a competitive cup, on it. cup. It wasn't the scavenger cup. I think it was the architect cup. If I'm not I mistaken, believe, yes, because that makes that makes sense with the name. But mm-hmm. I remember watching clips of like Tifu and and other players. I mean, like some of the top tier players, like yeah, they started getting like crazy with the IQ on some of these plays. I mean, because they were able to just you know everything was like free reign. I mean, mm-hmm. there it was pretty scary how how some how how more technical some mm-hmm. of these players can get with, with mm-hmm. just that small. Well, I shouldn't say small, but that restriction of not being able to edit builds. I definitely would change things a lot but man would that that would muddy things if uh you know there's two guys that had a build fight and then you come in and kill a guy and kill one of them but he kills the other one so you own half of these now twisted build so like i can see like if you do kill that guy now you own everything in the structure but if you're third partying like it plays into that now now it's like third party and you don't really get the benefit from that fully either so mm-hmm. a- and also the person that survived can now like you said can like fight back yeah. I don't hate the idea, personally, but I, I mean, Zest, you mentioned it. This is definitely something they've talked about for like uh, for a long time, and I think that's one of the main reasons why that that was brought in uh, as a game mode in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the Architect Cup, when that was going on, and everybody could edit everyone's build, I actually remember playing in that, and that was that was one of those times where at that everybody was like hating Fortnite. Because, you know, literally, you would sit in your box and you'd be like, okay, now I'm safe now. Nobody can attack me. And out of nowhere, somebody would just edit your builds, come in and one-pump you, and you're dead. Just like that. And you and you farm for 10 minutes. Someone edits the build, and you're dead. You know what I mean? So I remember yeah. that happened to me, and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, People, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that is pretty dumb. So that's kind of why I think uh, this middle ground idea is kind of interesting, where it's not necessarily anybody can just edit everything because i do agree that 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 defeats the purpose to an extent of having your own builds but once you're dead or once your duo is dead or you know your trio like once your team is off the map then they those become the the property of whoever killed you what what i where i would see this getting really complicated is in duos or in trios like if i killed if you guys were on a duo and i killed one of you and then another team came in and killed the other who gets the builds Right, like it'd be a bit more complicated. Well, but I, I guess every so whoever's so everyone on the team gets to edit the same builds. So yeah. it would just be, I guess, whoever's left standing after each fight. Um, technically, if one person on your tr- duo or trio got a kill, then I would. Yeah, I guess I see what you mean. Because then it would just be that one. Spe- would it be that one specific player he killed? Did we get yeah. builds or the whole team? I think it'd right? be the whole team. Well, yeah, yeah. that would that should make more sense. I'd say I'd say it makes most sense if you get final kill. If there's if there's one guy left and then like you, he doesn't go down, it's an insta kill. Like the final death on the team, that makes sense. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, but, you're right. Because because obviously, sense. if there's still others alive, it mm-hmm. would make sense that they still control. Yes, whatever they have. So yes. yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Okay. Well, there you man. Epic we we fixed us. Fortnite, guys. <laughs> Look we at us. We're, we're game devs here. We just theory tested in like two seconds and got the answer. We don't know if it's right, but we're going to act like it is. So, um, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting discussion that was going on. And I, you know, I wouldn't be opposed, especially after the World Cup. Do not do this this week, Epic. If you're listening, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. But next week or two weeks from now, sorry, after the World Cup's done, I would love to. I would love to see them experiment with this. I would love to see how it goes. I'd love to get the community feedback. And if, hey, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? It's not that big of a deal. You, you, I mean, you're testing airstrikes, and we've tested a sword before. So, like, I think this is a would be a positive test to run, and maybe it turns into something really cool. Um, the other community discussion that's going on is about random. So, Epic a while back kind of acknowledged that hey, you know, we realize some of our skins have wonky. Um, visual effects for the people using them so giving out this completely random skin thing didn't it's not ideal but obviously they want to show random skins to the spectators 
how do they go about doing this? Because as far, again, I could be wrong, but I've looked around, uh, spent some time on the internet today, even searching for this. And I don't think Epic, even though they've announced we're going to change this, there's going to be some sort of new system. It's not announced yet what that is. So I guess my questions for you guys are, and Zest, because you actually compete, this would be really great to have your feedback here as well. One, how bad is the actual problem of having a random skin when you're playing? Two, what do they do to make it fair for everybody competing? And three, how do they keep it? How do they keep their their goal of, you know, showing off all the crazy artwork they've done and showing all the skins to the fans who are watching, but not having that affect the in-game competition? Okay, so, I mean, I I remember them doing this. I I don't know what event it was at, but... I think it was PAX West, maybe East. Whatever the last Fortnite event was out of those E3, PAX West, or TwitchCon, they did it. And um, I remember Tifu actually getting one of the new skins. It was like a Halloween skin. I remember him getting it. And, you know, like, I feel like if they did the random skins and they didn't have their players choose their skins, it would kind of make it a little bit more fair. But, but, but I'm saying this not because, you know, Epic does it or whatever, because players know what each player's favorite skin is and their main skin so let's say let's just say tifu's you know at world's cup and they're letting them stream right or or you know he's about to win and um and another player's like oh i don't want tifu to win and they know that's his skin they're gonna go right for him they're gonna target him and do whatever they can to ruin his opportunity you know what i mean if they give them random skins you you don't know who tifu is you know mm-hmm. you could shoot him 30 million times and if he doesn't die you don't know if it's tifu or not right if they have random skins, you're never going to know. But I feel like some, like, preferably me and I know a couple other people in the Fortnite community, they hate when they have to wear male skins. And they feel like the girl skins help them play better. They have more confidence because they think they're faster. They have a smaller hitbox. You know, stuff like that. I, I think it's just like a mental thing. But that's like it what is, Fortnite yeah. is. It's just like a, yeah. I mean, I think the hitbox argument, I, as far as I'm aware, every skin has the same hitbox and every skin has the same movement speed, right? The only yeah. difference is how it appears visually on your screen. But the problem is, is that, uh, like, for example, that Zoe skin, I think this is the first skin that really had that problem where it's, like, super obvious, was that the yeah. pigtail is, like, if you ADS, like, her hair takes up half of the screen. Like, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it actually same problem limits your field of view. Skin. There was a yes. giant armor yes. uh, piece that totally blocked your ADS, too. Right, they right. Fix it. So if you get that skin and you have to and, and you get into a fight, you're in an inherent disadvantage. Now, one of the things that I think I think there's two possible ways that this could get played out, and you guys can kind of you know let me know what works. Uh, Epic could either speak to the competitive community and get a pool of skins, right? Mm-hmm. That is like you know not all the skins in the game, but a lot of them, mm-hmm. and it's like these skins are all even in the sense that. There's no, nothing inherently blocking your field of view with these skins. So they're all on the same play, same level ground. And then just use that as the random pool. So you can have a reduced random pool. Imagine this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, and imagine you, well, uh, I was going to say, what? imagine that they sell, like, there's so many players that use a soccer skin yeah. with the jerseys. What if they sold esports orgs like jerseys i wish they did that imagine that like you know what i mean there would they would make so much money if they did that obviously there are so many orgs that they i feel like it would be too hard for them to do they'd have to have one or two that they'd have to do a deal with like yeah. maybe phase because they're so ingrained into fortnite for example or 100 thieves maybe but mm-hmm. yeah it's i if they i feel like that would be the uh, optimal they, they could... players each having their own uh orgs yeah and yeah. then for people that don't have an org, maybe they go no skin or the random skins, you know? Yeah, yeah, or they go the plain person. But I think, you know, I think Epic's main goal with this, and while I agree that we should have esports skins in Fortnite, because you see it in CSGO, you see it in a whole bunch of other games. And guys, by the way, like, if you send the model, like, you send the artwork template for a skin to the orgs, I'm pretty sure they'd get their graphic guys to do it if they got, honestly, where I might guess, if I just had to take an educated guess, on why this hasn't happened is because the esports orgs want a percentage of the revenue from their skin sales and epic hasn't had to do that once yet right so i don't think that that's probably like why would we implement something where we can implement another thing that's the same thing but we get 100 percent of the revenue instead of 50 percent, right um that would be my guess Uh at least but i think that's an interesting it's definitely an interesting play my my other question is though is 
how possible do you guys think it would be, and would this be a viable solution to have players? It, it would obviously tie into the issue that Zest brought up, but if a player picks his own skin, and then the spectator client itself had like did a a mod kind of thing where it re remapped the, everyone's skins to random, but that wouldn't affect what you saw in the actual game. I had the same idea. Yep, I I, I agree. I, I was thinking that too. Um, although for for highlights, like looking back, it might be weird because then they'll have a different skin. I mean, that's the only weird thing. Um, but like, for, I mean, I would love to play with Peely just for its troll value, but you can't because half of your screen is blocked. Like, you can't play with that skin, for example. And whoever stuck with it, Godspeed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then whoever whoever's like, oh, cool, I get a free headshot with a sniper on Peely. Yeah, you thought you're gonna, you're not gonna hit the head. <laughs> it's so hard to figure out where the tip begins and where the neck ends. It's ridiculous. Like things like that, on top of the Ragnarok, on top of the Zoe skin, there's so many of them have these crazy features that, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a straight disadvantage for whoever's like unlucky enough to just jump out of the bus and be like, oh great, like I'm stuck with this skin. You know? Yeah. You already have to plan around that. Yeah. And I agree with him with everything he said. <laughs> okay. Everything. I don't have any uh comments. Word. Well, yeah. We're on the right track here. Wrapped a nice agree- bow on that one. We're getting agreement <laughs> from the competitive players, Tyler. This is this is all we've ever dreamed of. Validation. Um, I think we. I think the whole community is like in agreement on like ninety nine percent of of yeah. the topics too. We're just kind of like waiting, you know, for a lot of this stuff to be put into action. Yeah. Well, I would say ninety nine percent agreement on everything. There is, if you go on the right, Fortnite yeah, yeah, subreddit and you you go on comments and videos and stuff, there is a lot of disagreement. Um, a lot of debate sometimes. It's yeah. it's just the nature of having millions and millions and millions of people play something. Like it's hard to get a million people to agree on anything. Like I feel yeah. like if you pulled a million people, is the sky normally blue? You might get a couple people that say no, right? Like yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just I, I the guess, way this works. I guess for what I mean is, um, as far as imp- competitive integrity goes, I think everybody does want the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? That's definitely yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's true. We definitely want the game to be as fair and competitive as possible. We don't want anybody winning or losing due to something that's not in their control, right? We yep. want everybody to to finish where they deserve to finish based on their performance. Okay, well, with all that being said, it's now time for Clips of the Week. Uh, we got the first one kind of ruined by us. It wasn't E11 Chicken. It was, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was going to say, is that what that said right there? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is chicken. Okay. We might as well play it, though. Yeah, we might as well run this clip. If you guys haven't seen this It was yet, ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Actually, this is actually ridiculous. Yet. Oh, okay. Well, just just wait, my friend. Just put yourself in one of these players' shoes. Now, this is a squad game, so, like, obviously, you know, there's not the, probably not the most competitive squad. games. It, uh, like, fully expanded uh, out to, like, the storm wall. That was such a great throw. Like, so, you, I believe you just see the 10 e limbs. There's two. Three. Oh god. Uh, there's one that gets. Oh no, I think that's a different that's one. That's Four. A, five. Yeah, and who knows? Some of these people could Six. be without a duo, so they could be insta kills. Yeah. That's but, seven. I think that and, was, and the thing is, they're all bleeding out. They all got knocked already, but they're now yeah. all just bleeding out. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes everybody else low, so it's kind of easy to pick up other kills then because they have no health. They only yep. have shield. Yeah, yeah. He gets rain from the top. Everyone's gonna be in panic mode. Yeah. Where are they? Mega? Is this Mega Mall? Yeah, it yeah. Is. I see the sign. What a crap place to fight Endgame. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is not yeah. ideal. Nope. Are you still getting kills without uh, without shooting people? Damn, bro. How yeah. can you not how can you not be happy about that? I would be so I'd be pumping my fist after that game regardless yeah. if I got killed. Are you kidding me? Like I I won that game as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I don't I don't even care if I was in his shoes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought that was just one of the more ridiculous clips I've seen. I saw that today, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, really? That can't be in World Cup, man. No. That and airstrikes just cannot, cannot. $3 million yeah. for the top prize. You're gonna, you are going to cheese your way to $3 million. I know I would, because oh, it's yeah. not cheating. It's, it, they, just, they have it in the game. It's not like yeah. people are going to... It's different. It's not like the Discord scrims where people are gonna do like a yeah, you know yeah. a gentleman's agreement. No, no storm flips yeah. or or airstrikes. Yeah, right. The, the one guy that barely squeaked in with the baller, he's gonna be like salivating at the mouth, like picking all them up and hoarding yeah. them and winning winning the game. So, yeah, yep. it's it's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely no gentleman's agreements going on there. No, um, 
All right, clip number two. We will go to you, JS Lunatic. Let's pull right, this up. Right. Uh, nowhere near as impressive as the last one. But in us go. Oh, geez. <laughs> Those poor souls. This is like a snuff film. This is just sad. <laughs> they were not ready at all. No, they, they were not expecting that. Um, I like the style. The style. Unless he accidentally didn't know he had the sniper, he could have easily just used that, shot that piece out with the heavy and then use yeah. a shotgun or whatever. I don't know. I didn't notice what else he had in his inventory, but. He was just trying to gain style points for that one. Yeah, definitely. But hey, I mean, that's that's what we award or reward, <laughs> right? Uh, I think I'm going to blind fire my sniper next time I see people trying to <laughs> five under a cone like that. Just just hit him with the blind snipe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, clip number three. Clayton 11. Let's see what he's got. Oh. What skin is that? Yeah, what skin is that? Is that that NVIDIA one that they released a while back? Oh, that's not it. That's something else. So that's That's a two green. Never seen that. I've actually never seen that either. Is this like a brand brand new clip? Is this a skin that came out today? Uh, maybe. I think so. I wonder. Do love the shot. I think it's soccer skins in shop right now. Doink. What is that? That was clean. Oh, you know what I think that is? There's like a, a red one of it too. It's like a Cyclops thingy. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he it, just has the skin change color. I think, yeah. Ooh. I think there's like different styles that you can have. That was a headshot too, wasn't it? 150? Yeah. That was, that that was, that was nice. That was a nice shot. All right. Super clean. Yeah. Yeah. Clip number four, twitch.tv slash salty. Slash salty TV. Salty TV. <laughs> oh, I know this kid. You know him? Oh, he's flying. Uh, yeah, I used to play with him. Doink. Oh. And he ain't done. He ain't done. Oh. Oh, he's stuck behind the RV. GG. Oh, he's still not done. He's out of builds. Okay. He's out of builds. Oh, he's like, I don't need it. Screw it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, now you just have to go aggro. Just gonna build spam him. Oh, oh back your, yeah, put your back against the wall. Genius. Oh, dude, this guy. You're smart. And he gets all those mats and everything. And then... That was a great play. Right? That, all right, right, so those are four clips we've seen. I mean, the chicken play was great. But um, as far as technical skill goes, bro, that last clip, that was – that was I'm all in for that, that one. That was – yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do the He had no mats left. Oh, okay, let me – he just went full utility and used the shockwave <laughs> and just – hey, we were talking about it earlier, but he pretty much stole their builds right after that. He just whooped their yeah. ass. <laughs> yeah that was true. that was mad impressive yeah yeah i thought so i was like oh a good clip excellent wonderful i like these things guys <laughs> send us your clips we want to feature you please thank you you're welcome okay there, oh yeah. yeah go ahead uh is there a place they can send them because i didn't i didn't even know i could send clips in oh yeah dude so we have a discord uh which the link will be in the video description and also get dropped in chat you should 100 percent join our discord and we have a channel there um, where you can drop the clips. If that sounds like too much work for you or whoever's watching, you can also tweet them at myself or uh, tr- the other trooper here, and we will look at them, and we will judge you. But not really. We just want to be impressed with Fortnite stuff. So please, send us your clips. We love showing these off, and yes. we love seeing good plays. But now, drumroll please, it's time to decide who is the winner of the clip of the week. The community vote, has right? spoken. We did have a vote, and we will see what people said. Please be right, community. Oh, whoa. He got zero votes. Zero, dude. Zero votes. Ow, man. Yo. Man. Guys. Guys, please. Oh, man, How do we give clip number two vote and clip number four got nothing? I mean, that Uh, clip was eye-opening, but. Dude. Like, this clip was, this clip was hilarious. Like, I will, I understand this winning, okay? Like, it's not necessarily just straight technical skill. It's just whatever. Pulling something off is can be crazy sometimes. But I guess people were going just by pure the amount of kills, I'm assuming. I mean, but like he he's building and he's he's racking up kills. Like that's so different than what we just watched with from, from Salty TV. I got to give him the honorary victory just for my heart. All right, Salty, you you get a Twitch follow for me at the very least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely you definitely get the uh the production teams vote i guess and guests and all that good stuff 
We were on your side, Salty. You made those guys real salty. Yeah, give we it to them. Oh, you gotta give it to the man. Shame. Shame. The Come storm flipped. Got the damn storm flip strikes again. It's <laughs> <laughs> even screwing up our our show, and man. Not just the week game. too. Not just the tournament. God damn. All right. Well. Op man. That's what do you say? Two op. Yeah. Two op. All right. Well, uh, I think that pretty much does it. Guys, remember, we are now on Spotify. You can check us out there. We really hope you uh, do, and we'll keep you entertained while you're on the subway or, you know, going somewhere and have nothing, no access to anything but Spotify. We've got your back now. Um, Zest, thank you so much for coming on this week. Please, no uh, you know, what's what's your Twitter? What's your YouTube channel? If you stream, what's your stream? Like, give us everything that uh, we can kind of plug and, and let the fans know where to find okay. you. Okay, so yeah. my uh, Twitch is Zest and then FPS, the letters. Uh, my Twitter is Zest, I-Y-E. It's my Twitch. I kind of have to make it all together. Uh, and then my Twitter is ZestFN if you want to go uh, check that out. Okay, cool. Do you have anything coming up that you uh, want people to know about? Um, right now, oh yes, uh, so I have a new video coming up in about a couple, probably actually maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it's not Fortnite related, but it's going to be really funny. It's going to be really funny, I promise. <laughs> I can't really spoil anything yet, but it's going to be really good. So, okay, yeah. well guys, go check that out, make sure you are watching, and uh, thank you so much for sticking around and watching this whole show. Thank you, Zess, for coming on and, and, and talking with us tonight, and everybody, we will see you on the next episode of Tilted Talk. Till then, goodbye.